we kick off hour number three of the program. Tennessee at South Carolina coming up next on Saturday. Should be a get-right game. It is at home. It's against one of the worst teams in the conference. Maybe the worst. Uh, they play at home tonight against Alabama. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the Alabama situation some, but... Uh, I want to, you know, save it for hour three, but it kind of just has to, has to come up. It does. Very odd, um, odd comments from Nate Oates about a very serious situation. Like I, I just don't understand. I, I, I get it. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because a lot of times we do get annoyed when coaches are just like, I can't comment on that. It's a legal matter. Mm. But it sounds like that's what he should have said. He should have been saying that for a while now. It feels like he said what they've been saying behind closed doors to the public. Mm. And that was a big mistake. Because at this point, if you're Alabama and you know all the facts that got released yesterday, which they did, that's what you're like, that's what administrators and presidents and chancellors, they're all like, oh, what well, guys, I mean, look, here, we'll, we'll play this very carefully, but we're just going to, it's kind of a wrong place, wrong time. But that, like, that's what, you know, that's what we're going to say, make it sound like, but. When the facts come out and you just say, oh, yeah, can you know, college kids being college, it's like, kid, no. Mm-hmm. That's not, no. I mean, Brandon Miller gets kicked off the team. He's going to still get drafted. Unless, he's in, unless he's in jail. I mean, the problem is with Nate Oates and his comments, he's the one head of the program. You know, along with the ADs in trouble now. You know, they were covering all this up, which they had to have been. They've had to have been involved with this investigation, right? No, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, I mean, the weird part. I didn't part. hear anything about... Brandon, I, I, and maybe I didn't read into it that much. I didn't even no, know Brandon no one, Miller was even around. No one knew. Like, no yeah. one knew that. He has bullet holes in his car, and it's like under the rug, man. Yep, it's Alabama. Well, they just they just drove out the next Charger. What? Talk about a bad look. Barstool Alabama just posted a video of Brandon Miller and said, "Can't wait for this guy to drop forty tonight." That's 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 the stuff I was talking about like yesterday. That just that's sickening. Like you have no grasp of reality right now they're they are clinging to well if he hasn't been suspended by now then he hasn't done anything wrong instead of taking everything in and saying you have no idea what his involvement in this is except now that we know he brought the murder weapon who who knows how deep this goes who knows how much brandon miller knew how much he was involved who why did he need the gun why did he, either of them need the gun like this is he was, Can't wait for him to drop the only forty. Thing he didn't do was shoot the gun. It seems like he brought the gun, gave it to the guy. Block the car in. Yeah, the car it's in. just. He was a he was a he contributing was a, factor yes. to the murder of that young lady. Yeah. And he can't deny it because the witnesses are there. And the guy that got shot. Well, no, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be more info, right, on yeah. where he was exactly now. Like everybody's gonna be digging on this. It now, just said because there's gonna be non-Alabama reporters. It said down he there did now. not enter the bar, but the shooting wasn't in the bar. So no. where was he? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, was he in his, lot behind in, the bar. His, in his car, hiding behind the the it street sign? I don't know. No idea. Like I. I feel like now there's going to be lots more rocks, you know, lifted up and looked under. Mm-hmm. Like Alabama tried to do the thing where they just sweep it all under the rug. Right. 
And now they've been exposed for. I mean, like, even if. And now, if you're the DA, it's like, okay, we didn't want to have to do an investigation into Brandon Miller, but because this got out, I mean, this is national news now. Like, right. now they're going to have yeah. to. Otherwise, they risk all of their jobs. I think so. Yeah. Because everyone it will do some. You know, like, it, it's because it's all about self preservation, right? Like, the DA doesn't want to ruin the relationship with the university. And right. by God, they're Bama fans, so they don't want the team to suffer. But now that it's like, okay, well, you might lose your job if you don't do the right thing here. Now they're gonna, oh yeah, well now we're now we're gonna dig right. into this and find. God, we did, we had no idea. We th- this is deeper than we thought. After further, like they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna self preserve. You know, it's it's what they're gonna do. They're gonna say they didn't have all the facts, and now that they do, they're gonna look into it more, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, I, I just and then Nados just keeps looking worse and worse. I don't know. It's it's, it's a mess, absolute mess. I'm sure you saw that he had uh, <clears throat> Ray Lewis come talk to the team. Yeah, that was. Uh... I heard OJ Simpson's next week. <laughs> Golly. And I mean, even even if. He ends up not being charged. Like you don't, you don't have to be charged with a crime to be suspended or kicked off a basketball team. Ninety nine percent of the time, yeah, it's because you just broke team rules. Or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is it a team rule to you? You shouldn't deliver a gun to a teammate that commits murder. Is that a team rule? One would think, but I mean, this is the university who took up for a guy who thought it was okay to. Uh, Hit a woman. So. I mean, if I was a coach, I'd I'd feel like I would probably have a pretty firm no firearm policy. I think. I, I don't know. Like I'm being serious here. Like I, I know Bama is a like a permitless carry state, but I I just don't like the idea. That that's irrelevant if he had that gun on campus. Oh, well, I think the bar was on campus, yeah, right? Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's irrelevant. Okay. It looks like where they said the address was in the article, it looks like it's kind of outside an apartment complex. And then they drove about a mile to the Walk of Champions, which is outside the stadium. And that's where they called the police, right? From that's where they found the campus police officer, and she was Right, 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 yeah. She was already dead yeah. at that point. But, and that's when he told him who did. I just, I, you know, I guess we'll see. Um, It just, it feels like if Alabama decides to play Brandon Miller tonight, like the heat only gets turned up from national media, right? To the point where, uh, like it's gonna look really weird if he plays tonight, and then the pressure forces them to suspend him for this weekend. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like if they if they say tonight, no, he can play, and then there's no new evidence, and then they decide, oh well, public pressure was really bad, so we're gonna suspend him this weekend. That makes it look even worse. It just it just feels like if you're first like first of all, it's South Carolina. I mean, if I'm Nate Oates, like, you have to think about that. Like, your job is to win basketball games. Right. And protect your program. It feels to me like the smart move, if I'm Nate Oates, is to say Brandon Miller is not going to play tonight. 
I wouldn't even have him on the bench just because of what the fans are going to be saying and screaming and heckling and all of that. And I I think I would just say we're going to try to learn as much as we can before Saturday and we'll make a decision then. But right now it's an indefinite suspension. I think that's what I'd do. I think it would just be the smartest move for everybody. But then it's also going to look weird because Alabama's had all of this information the entire time and didn't suspend him. So it's still going to be because of public pressure if we decided to suspend him, which is usually never a good look. It's like, oh, so you were comfortable with him playing as long as no one knew what happened, but now that everyone knows what happened, you agree that he should be suspended. Why didn't you think he should be suspended in the first place? This is this is this is bad. Like it's very bad for Alabama. Yeah, there's no real way to get like it's a bad way to say this, but to get out of it. Like cause exactly yeah. what you just said. Yeah. Like you you're just painted yourself into into this weird corner. Like you either have to say I mean, you could just say, you know, hey, I was wrong, you know, now that now that we I mean, you can say whatever you want and just try and believe it. You'll be you, you still might be wrong, but you can just say, Hey, we got some more information now, even if that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so now we're making this decision, and then people will kill you for it, but they're gonna kill you either way. So, from a team standpoint too, just you know, moving forward, you know, you're a team that already had a target on your back, and now you've added some extra fuel to the fire for opposing fans and players. And now y'all obviously have just this big distraction. If that was a uh, if that was Quinterly, he'd be locked up right now, you know. But it's your star player, so. Yeah, uh, Big Daddy Vols just sent this in. According to Miles' defense attorney, Mary Turner, Miles texted Miller at 1.38 a.m. the day of the shooting and said, I need my gun. A guy is running his mouth, basically. I, it seems pretty clear why he would want the gun and why why would you take it to a teammate? I mean, they did claim self-defense, but he shot first. Into yeah, a car. Into a car. That doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, like, no. Like, if the guy had a gun, like, this is what I don't, under, I don't understand. You are arguing with somebody. I'm guessing at this point, Miles realizes this guy has a gun and then says, oh, I can get a gun. Brandon, bring me my gun. Just leave. Just go home. Be done. How I'm stupid so- are you? I'm sorry the girl won't talk to you because she's with her boyfriend. Like, Dude, put your ego down and just go to bed. What are you doing? You're on scholarship at Alabama. You're on one of the best teams in the country. Just go home. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. If Nate Oates just wanted to be honest, he should have said, yeah, you know, our guys made some bad decisions. We're working through it. Like... I mean, I like, yeah. at a minimum. I mean, if I want to, if I want to try and put myself in the take up for Brandon Miller side, I would say, well, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't think anything would come of it. These guys, like they, they, they're they're more posturing than everything, any, anything usually happening. Mm-hmm. He took the gun back to the the owner because there were, you know, he was there was something going on, and the guy wanted his gun, so he just gave it back to him. He had no knowledge that anything was going to happen that guy gave it to another guy who mm-hmm. brandon miller can't get in that guy's headspace he's two people away yeah 
Like, maybe Miller's like, I didn't think Miles was going to do anything with the gun. And he didn't. He then gave the gun to somebody else. So, I mean, you can, like, but you, the, you but can defend Miller to a point if, you, to, if you're, if like, you his ha- attorney, yeah, if yeah, you have to. Right, 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 right. But it's still bad decision-making. Yeah, at, at 1.38 a.m., he's not one to take it to the shooting range and have a little target practice. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm Brandon Miller, I'm like, No. What's well, gonna body him in the rear? Come get it tomorrow, like whatever. What's well, gonna body him in the rear? It's back to the whole, you know, your car was impeding the other vehicle's ability to leave the scene. So, yeah, and I think that's the most damning. That's gonna part be a big the, deal on like how it? the car is parked, where the car is parked. Who? I mean, I'm guessing he drove his car to this situation. Like, where was he when it happened? Because it said he didn't go into the bar, but I guess he wasn't in his car. He said he, he drove to a, a club or something with... Yeah, it's that houndstooth bar. Yeah, and he went home dropping them off because he didn't want to wait line at the club. And then he got a text saying, hey, I left my gun in your car. Can you bring it back to me? Well, that's, the text said, this guy's running his mouth. Can you bring me my gun? Well, supposedly that guy made advances on that girl. No, yeah, and she didn't want to talk to him, and so then he, and then the boyfriend's like, "Dude, stop talking to my girlfriend. I have a gun. If this gets serious, I'll use it." And he's like, "Oh, oh, I have my buddy bring back my gun that I left in the car. Why did you leave the gun in the car? Probably so you could get into the club. Probably so you wouldn't do something stupid. Mm -hmm. Leave the gun in the damn car. Go home. It makes no sense. I mean, it's just it's 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 bad all all the way around. Like it just." I mean, obviously, you know, Brandon Miller didn't pull the trigger, but he's also not wrong place, wrong time, and there's mm. so much in between those two things that yeah, it's 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 hard to and and I think more stuff will come out. I, I think you'll too. get more information. I Some too. of this stuff will be cleared up. Some of this stuff might not even be exactly right yet with what happened, um, but I think you're right in that there's gonna be a lot more investigating investigation going on because it'll just have to be now, which is a good thing. I mean, you need to just get to the bottom of it, mm-hmm. get to the truth. We'll come back one more hour three next. Hour number three rolls on. Talking about this Alabama situation. I guess we'll just wait for more info to come out now. I mean, there's not really much other opinions to have except that Alabama treated this incorrectly from the from the start. I mean, it's funny that they're now saying, like, well, we knew Brandon Miller was involved. It's like, But okay. the police said he was good to go. What are we supposed to do? I mean, it, I feel like they should. They could have just said, yes, we were aware he was involved. There's still information coming out. It's an ongoing legal matter. He hasn't like, been charged with anything. He's not charged. And so that's the end of For now, that's the end of it. If there's more, we'll talk about it then. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, that was just... Mm, just tried to kind of gloss over that one. That's what really... Just a terrible decision. I don't way to say that. But I don't know. That's just the way it is at the moment. So mm-hmm. Alabama takes on uh, South Carolina on the road tonight with. Uh, and there's that other guy too. We haven't really talked about him, but he's he was there, right? Uh, they have another player that was there. 
Oh, what's his name? I don't know. Or no, what? I thought it was uh, Miles Miller and the other guy. Wasn't it Bradley or uh, I don't know? He 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 plays quite a few minutes, I think, for Alabama. I think there might have been another guy that went down with Brandon Miller that you know mm, okay. was just rode down with him. I guess wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Like if he was the only player, you know, maybe you say that. Oh, he was just in the car. I had no idea this guy was going to give a guy a gun who gave it to another guy. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. If that was the only player, then maybe that's that's it. But, um, and then Billy had actually listened to the actual the quote from Nate Oates. I've only read it. I think I don't. I meant to go back and watch it last night. Apparently, they edited it a little bit. Like they didn't even show the whole thing. Mm. Um, but he said it actually. Most times, the quotes on paper seem worse sometimes than the actual. Yeah. Like once yeah. you can see context of how they're saying. But he's like, no, it's it seemed almost worse watching him do that really yeah he doesn't seem very comfortable about all of this i really i mean it, it i really wonder if he's not getting to really make the call here mm-hmm. or if someone's saying like hey he's gonna play bud you understand mm-hmm. like we'll handle it yeah. but he's gonna play yeah and we'll protect you, if, you know, whatever. But he's going to play. It's what it feels like. Yeah. And it, like I said, it feels like Nate Oates is kind of panicking a little bit and then just regurgitates what he's heard behind closed doors. Like, oh, we're going to we're just going to call it wrong place, wrong time. We're going to, you know, him, we're, the police don't want anything to do with him. We made sure they don't. I mean, just wild situation. I don't know. We'll, we'll sit like back the, and see how it goes. I, I don't. I don't. The, the, the next interesting part will be because in the video you can't see anything right you can just kind of hear yeah it's audio only. yeah i'll be very interested to like when the details come out about how his car was parked where exactly it was parked why it was parked there yeah like did he know that was the dude's car i mean darius miles is gonna snitch on anybody at this if i want to if i want to argue for miller i'm like look at the evidence there's no way I thought a gun was going to be used. I parked my car right by where they started shooting people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd be a moron to think that giving this gun to a dude was going to lead to another guy shooting a car up right by my car. I mean, I'd make that argument. I'm not sure I'd buy it. I mean, these guys obviously aren't making great decisions. And Miles, I think, in his testimony yesterday, we haven't mentioned this yet, but I'm pretty sure he said, like, he doesn't even remember any of this. He was so hammered. Oh, good. So, like, that's why mm-hmm. this is all doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like, you know, the last possession of Rick Barnes basketball. Where we can't, like, figure out the logic behind it. Like, we can't figure out the logic in this situation. But once you realize that guys might have been completely just blitzed out of their mind, okay, now it – and I don't know about Miller. This is just what Miles had said in his testimony, mm-hmm. that he had been drinking, like, vodka and something else, and he doesn't even remember this stuff. What year is he? He's been around a while, I believe. Miles has? I mean, he, he, I thought he has red-shirted a year, maybe. Battled some injuries. I'm not real sure, though. Because, obviously, Miller's 18, maybe 19 now. Mm-hmm. So, I, could he have even gotten into this bar at 1 a.m.? Uh, if you're Brandon Miller. <laughs> but my, that's my point, though. It's like, le- legally, I don't think he can. I don't think he can Legally, let, no. I don't. You, you can't let a minor into a bar after a certain time. Not Unless it's like a restaurant with a bar, I mean that's very different. But this yeah, seems like Jaden Bradley was the other player at the scene. Yeah. Okay, Darius Miles has—he's a junior. Okay. 
I didn't. I did not know that he had said like I was so drunk. I don't even remember this. That's it makes it even worse. This might. And some people are pointing this out. It might be that Miles actually told Davis that the gun was in Miller's car, and Davis actually went and got it out of Miller's car. Miles may have never even touched the gun. Not that I don't mm-hmm, think right. that really matters, but. I also read that Miller handed them the gun when they were in the back seat of his car. Handed it to Miles or Miles, Davis? I, one of the two. Yeah. When I think he handed it to Miles, and then Miles gave it to Davis, who did the ultimate shooting, I think. Hmm. Davis and Miles both denied Bond. Yeah. That's, uh, that makes sense. <clears throat> I mean, Oates comp put himself in so much trouble by saying we've known the situation right that's what yeah no that's what i'm saying like 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 the right thing to do is suspend him but you should have done that immediately and they didn't because they thought they could get away with it but stuff like this like they had to know this was going to come out maybe that's why they're doubling down saying he's playing tonight like until until they do something and like arrest miller or charge the, the, the right move in this situation is to always just do the right thing yes and push through the criticism because people are going to criticize you either way, no matter what. Oh, yeah, Bama fans are going to be furious. So just do the right thing and push through the criticism. So but I don't think they did the right thing, and now it's worse, you know? Like, yeah. They at least didn't say the right things. This guy from AL.com, Joseph Goodman, says the first paragraph, he says, it's impossible to justify how any basketball player present in the shooting death of this uh, Jamea Harris remains on the team representing the University of Alabama. So he's yeah, that's what the adults would say. That's what like a good person would say. That's what supposed to be adults. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they're acting in the best interest of Bama basketball, not in the best interest of just humanity. Like this is not. It's not a good look. It's not smart. If it's a bigger cover up than Nate Oates, he should just suspended Brandon Miller, got fired, and then he'd own the university in a couple of years once he won his lawsuit. That's what I'm. That's. Like if I if I'm Oates and they have asked me to kind of like cover it up and you know protect the university. I think I'd quit today and be like, "Here's what they told me to do, and I'm not doing that." That that would at least save him, because mm-hmm. this dash, could get bad. It says they have dash cam from Miller's car. That's right. That that was the one thing I did hear yesterday. He has a dash cam. Miller yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna have like oh, everything. There's gonna be more stuff. We'll come yeah. back with more hour three next. Sit down. Stand up. Pass out. Hour three continues. We'll just wait for more on the Alabama thing. I don't know. Uh, I, I hate trying to talk about legal stuff in with sports before, like, you just know everything. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it always seems like stuff changes. Uh, last night, top 25 action, Texas beat Iowa State 72-54. It's it's kind of maddening to me. Like, even if we had lost A&M last night, if we had beaten Vandy, Missouri, like, just played better, mm-hmm. Kentucky, yeah. like, won two of those three maybe. Like, if we just – the loss A&M would not be as frustrating last night without the stuff that came before it. No, I mean, it, we're, we're on a skid, and every game, I mean, even against the better teams, it gets a little worse. Yeah, I mean, because those wins over Kansas and Texas look great at the end of the year, but they get mitigated by all these bad losses. Mm-hmm. And last it, night wasn't a bad loss. 
but it hurts more because of yeah. the bad loss. It's also really glaring now how bad the teams you beat early on in conference play are. So, I mean, this season changed the second we lost to Kentucky at home. We've not been yep, the same you, team since. You said that earlier. I meant to comment on it. Like, it really did. It's like we were riding high. We were feeling good. Felt really good about that. What were we, like a 12-and-a-half point favorite yeah. at tip-off for that game? And you just came out and just never – very, we, very similar game to the A&M game last night, too. You got an 8-0 lead right mm-hmm. out of the gate. Yeah. And Rick Barnes decided to sub everybody out, and it's downhill from there. The injuries haven't helped. In-game decision-making by players and coaches hasn't helped. You're going to mess around and fall out of the top 25 before the season's over. Mm, I doubt that. I mean, right now you're, you're you're losing to Arkansas. I don't know if you watched them play last night. Nick Smith dropped like 28 points last night. They've so. been so up and down, though. Like I, we we, we, we might, yeah. Like I'm not. I'm just Saturday. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going not, one and two down the stretch here. I mean, they're all toss ups right now. We're not playing well. I don't think they're toss ups. I th- I think you. Sh- I don't think there's any way you should be favored moving forward. Their record shows are horrible, but I mean, even South Carolina, nice. you should beat South Carolina even with them playing better. But Arkansas, you're not we beating Arkansas. Score. We can't put the ball in the basket. <laughs> That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in a game with us. I think you guys were agreeing with Yeah, each we other, were agreeing. Yeah, it sounded like we were arguing. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that Arkansas matchup, that, that's a ter- terrible matchup for Zakai. Hmm. I mean, they're big physical guards. Anthony Black's their point guard. He's, what, 6'6"? 6'6 six, six? Six, six or 6'7"? Six, yeah, like, he's huge. Yeah, he's a six, giant. 6'9", if you count the hair. Yep, yep. They don't, but it, you're right. Uh, Nick Smith, he's another big physical guard for Arkansas. I mean, if, if he gets going, I mean, Arkansas, if Nick Smith gets going, that, that that's a Final Four team right there. And I know they've looked terrible this year. But you got to think, we pretty much have the same record as them right now. Mm. We've won one more game than they have. As bad as it's been for them this year, look yeah. at the way their season looks right now compared to ours. No, that's that, Matt brought that up earlier. I thought it was a good point. When you consider yourself a good team, and I think for most of the season we kind of did consider this a good team, I was surprised we were ranked as high as we were. I was stunned we got up to number two in the country. I, I thought we would look bad early and get better as the season went on, and it's the exact opposite. And that is a very, very frustrating feeling when you know that the end of the season is the most important thing in college basketball. Like you're about to go into the SEC and NCAA tournament, and right now it feels like we have, like, we're, things we could count on are gone now, and we haven't found anything new to rely on. It's. That, and I think that's what makes it so frustrating is everybody – they call him regular season Rick, regular season Rick. But at least you have the regular season, and right now we're, we're on a pretty bad skid. Yeah. And because everyone – and I'm not saying it's right. Who knows what this team does? But the feeling is, well, we, know, we always know what we're going to get in March, so let's at least enjoy the regular season, win some big games. And they have won some big games, but the inexplicable play against not – elite teams has been baffling i tweeted it last night what do you do when regular season rick can't even regular season anymore yep i i, I just like this is the thing about texas like the back half of his career there where mm-hmm. they have these seasons where yeah they got worse and 
really if you play it out, it'd be like if next year you're an eight seed, then the year after that you're a nine, and the year after that you're a seven, and like you can't even win the first round game. And then there's a year he misses the tournament. That's when Texas was just done. So Rick Rick made the Sweet Sixteen here, year four. Uh, what? Let's see here. Oh my gosh. The the parallels are, I mean, Birdo's been talking about the, you know, the typical oh he'd crack the top ten, in the season on a slump, unranked. So, Rick Barnes, his best team at Texas was year five. He made the final four, and then it was kind of downhill from there. His best team here was year four, and it's kind of been downhill ever since. It's weird too. Um, I I. With this team, I haven't – maybe what was it about midway point of the season? Like, he, he kind of shifted from bashing them in the postgame to trying to lift them up a little bit, mm-hmm. like defending them a little bit more in the postgame. Yeah. And you know, we talked about the two buzzer-beater games and how they stayed connected and, you know, he was complimenting guys. Like, he's kind of taking a different approach. But, like, if, if ripping them to the media doesn't work, which is usually kind his first MO, go-to yeah. – and now, like lifting him up and defending him in the media doesn't work. Like, is he like what does he do? Like, what do you do with this team? Do you think Josiah and Julian will realize that he kind of throw throw him under the? I mean, people are gonna let their friends are gonna let them know, right? They're watching the game. Hey, Jimmy Dykes kind of threw you under the bus, man. Said you're good to play. Why aren't you playing? Uh, I mean, think, yeah, I mean they'll hear about what know, Jimmy right? Dykes said, and then they're gonna and then somebody's gonna show them that Rick Barnes said it's on them. I I don't think it the Rick Barnes comment would be that bad if. You didn't have the Jimmy Dykes thing also. Yeah. You know? I think it depends on... If, I think Rick Barnes is just saying, we're not holding them out on purpose to like right, save right, them right. for anything. It's, when they're ready to come back, we're going to let them play. And maybe they know that. Maybe yeah. they, you know, maybe they, yeah. re, maybe Josiah Jordan James realizes, like, yeah, like I, I, like I could play today if it was the first round of the NCAA tournament, right, right, right. But I'm just kind of making a decision on how I feel that I'm 85 percent, and that doesn't make sense. And Barnes is saying, well, you can play if you want to. I feel like Barnes is old school in that way. He's going to just say. You want to play? You feel good enough to play? And Josiah's probably like, "Well, I'm not 100, percent so obviously, you know." And and Barnes is like, "Well, if you want to play, I'll let you play." Yeah, he's not going to be like, "But well, he's not even gonna, if you want to play, I'm going to hold you out." Right? He's not going to throw a kid out there that's uncomfortable. Yeah, the with decision. It too. It's it's weird. It's when you ask those questions. It's it's like like is he cleared to play? Do you want him to play? Are two separate questions mm-hmm. for the head coach? Is yes. he cleared to play? Yes, he's cleared to play. If this was the first round of the NCAA tournament, he'd be playing. Do you want him to play? Not if he's not 100% right, right now because it's still the regular exactly. season. Those exactly. are two different different answers. All right, final segment of the program next. Final segment of the program. Another baseball game tonight. They look good, right? Bounce back. They look good, right? Yeah. You didn't fine. watch it? They're fine. Second. You didn't listen to AB on the call? I didn't, actually. What? The one second Burke bomb of the season. One yeah. of our own was on the call and you didn't he's, he's got a bit he's got a busy schedule. Caught the jet stream. <laughs> no, he he did great on the call. No, last yeah, time. he did. He's he's really good. That's so hard to do that by yourself. I have so much respect. 
I mean, like, guys who call minor league games, think about that. You travel all the time, and then you just sit by yourself for four hours talking to yourself, telling stories, calling the game. I'd like to. I'm the funniest person I know. Uh, okay. Out there, look pretty good. Yeah, look good. I don't really see the bleachers too much. The stands, the new. Any well, they're not showing that. They're showing the baseball. Jordan tweets this in. What do you think Rick Barnes's record is since 2009, 2010, in the months of February and March? Am I going to like this? No. It's a lot of years. What are they? Is that what year did he get here? 2014, 14, 15, right? 14 or 15, yeah. He is 95 and 82 since the 09-2010 season in the month of February and March. 95 and what? 95 and 82. Ugh. Dude, what? Yeah. Tough games, man, conference games. I mean, does that just go back to what we've been saying, though, that like because we are, we start the season and end the season trying to do the same stuff over and over and over, is that a – is that like the flaw of Rick Barnes is he thinks the guys are getting worse at doing it, but the reality is the defense and the other teams are getting better and better at defending it as the season goes on since we have all this tape and all the modern analytics and the film. and all, I mean, I don't think he's very fun to play for either. So a long season mm, really yeah. takes its toll with, uh, with the newer athlete, let's say. Well, you know, they course. like to play in high fly. I mean, we've dealt with this with football, right? I mean, people want to go to a fun offense, a, a better, mm-hmm. like a, a fun way to play. And, like, you know, they're never ending their practice with a quick game of dodgeball. They're ending it with ten suicides. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know how much, you know, like, if you have certain types of players, they, they're okay with that. Um, but it, whatever we're doing is not working. Because our guys regress during the season. They reg- regress from season to season. I mean, ever since Grant and Admiral, who took big steps forward, Philly made a good point. Some of these guys that are getting more minutes are playing better now that they get more experience on the court. Mm-hmm. But the more guys play and become like – I mean, like like John Fulkerson got worse and worse. Like, he got better. He went from really athletic, got hurt, went down, mm-hmm. then got a ton better. Of, but then it's almost like plateaued and then started regressing. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a team one year that was pretty good. Won a lot of games early. We're coming off of a championship season the year before. Still had some of those players back. Um, but our two guard had a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. And ha- losing that one shooter, by tournament time, everybody sagged off of us, zoned us up. It got really hard to score mm-hmm. because they found a, a deficiency in our personnel. Like, we did not have enough outside shooting to – like, it just became harder and harder to score as the year went on because the scouts got better and better and better. And then, you know, on my best team, we absolutely did that to other teams. I mean, we played teams in tournaments. We play, we were playing them for the third time, trying to beat a good team for the third time. Mm-hmm. And they'd come down and call a set, and our point guard would call out what we call it. Like, we didn't know what they called it, but we knew what it looked like on film, so we renamed all the plays. Sure, sure. So they might come down and be like, three up, and our point guard's like, Georgia! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, because he just knew how they were running down the floor and where they were starting to stand. Right. You know, we, we had renamed it whatever made sense to us that we could remember. Sure. That's why I think it always gets tough to score in tournament time and grinds and last five minutes. That's why you almost have to focus on that more. And it feels like that's just not 
That's we're not what, intentional. That's with what that at it all. feels like if you can get out of, especially this year, if you can get out of the first round. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Like you still have a week, I guess. Man, I don't know. I guess the I don't. This team is just so frustrating. My hope for them is that with Josiah and Julian coming back at some point, mm-hmm. whether that really helps from an actual like production science yeah. standpoint, yeah. that just the emotional boost, the the like maybe Zakai and Vescovy don't feel and Key especially maybe they don't feel like they have to make every play. We talked about how against Alabama everybody just did their job and worked great. Yeah, that's how they've been when they beat Texas. Like like when all these guys play close to their ceiling the team can be very 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 good, good. I agree. very good I agree. and they've been able to all do that at times during the season maybe when those guys come back you'll get an emotional boost you'll get a confidence boost it'll be this kind of chip of like okay we got our guys back now i mean uh somebody tweeted out last night like the team's only been fully healthy for like eight games out of the whole season yeah because josiah's been out for other games and there's been other guys out like Maybe just getting everybody back together will provide kind of a, a reset for them, and we can be a little more consistent, play more of that, just know your role, do your job. And That maybe- can be double-edged, though, because there was times when we were all out there and it felt like every everybody relaxed too much. Yeah, and no one was ready to take the shot. Yes. So. But may- I don't know. Maybe they can find it. It's, it is a long season. you got to get right game coming up on Saturday. See how it goes. Talk about it more tomorrow. Please. Appreciate you joining us. Keep it locked for more Fan Run Radio.